I'm Taylor Wadehofer, CEO of Disruption Nation Network, and this podcast episode of Disruption Nation is sponsored by Brad Hermes Concierge Auctions. Enjoy. Welcome back. I'm your host, Taylor Wadehofer, another uh, podcast and episode of Disruption Nation. Today we have Sally Redmond, new American funding, 16-year veteran in the game with me, us today. Um, so, I mean, married 25 years, got a couple kids. You know, I'm kind of a little jealous. Hers are a little older, 26 and 14. <laughs> I'm catching up to you, though. Uh, boy and a girl, um, bilingual. What did you tell me a second ago? I was like, do you use are you know, Spanish in your business a lot? What did you say? Oh, gosh, do I have to say it? I, I mean, I thought it was We're a little high-maintenance, so yeah, that's what I said. And my producer's like, yes, I know I married a Latina, so I get it. So shout out to Ido, by the way. Um, so anyway, so offices, locations, she's representing North Houston. Um, they're also in uh, West and Katy, Sugarland, and El Paso. How did you just randomly El Paso? What, what, what about Austin and San Antonio? <laughs> well, having started the company just a little bit ago, there actually That's coming. we are well, we are located in Dallas, though um, not under my leadership. But we have an office in Dallas. We have one in San Antonio too. Oh, but got we're it. Okay. looking to explode in Texas. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exciting. One loan officer at a time, or one manager at a time. Gotcha. Very cool. Very cool. Well. Um, so this is really cool. I didn't know this. Um, I, th- I think you told me that you run, but so two, 25 half marathons mm-hmm. and two full marathons. Yes. When, when did you start doing that? Um, actually, nine years ago. So it was funny enough, today um, the memory popped up of the very first one I ever ran in the Woodlands. Um, I was respect encouraged awesome. by uh, actually a real estate agent, mm-hmm. uh, Wendy Welsh. Shout out to Wendy. Shout out, Wendy. And... Um, <laughs> Yeah, she asked me to join her and a couple of friends to run, and I did, and I absolutely loved it. I was a track runner in high school, but I was a sprinter. So, uh, but anyway, Two I just loved roles. it, and then I was like Forrest Gump. I didn't stop, and so. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean. But 25, yeah. All of them in Texas? Did you travel? All of them in some? Texas. I have okay. not traveled, but I hope, I'm going to just put this out there, but one of my goals I haven't told a lot of people is that I want to run 50 half marathons by the time I'm 50 and I'm not going to tell you how old I am but I don't have much more time but I want to run I want to get to 50 by the time I'm 50 so let's see if it happens there you go (laughs) eyes on the prize um David Goggins oh gosh my husband absolutely adores him okay um love him man he's a badass he's a badass I was listening to him this morning (laughs) um did he get you into running nope not David but your husband no actually it was vice versa no way. I got him into running. Who found David Goggins first? He did. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I would guess wrong on all accounts. <laughs> but he just, my husband just ran his first marathon uh, a couple years ago. So. Yeah. It was exciting. He had a big weight loss story. Pretty awesome. And now he's health coaching and, you know, personal training. and That's awesome. Just a, comp- yeah, transformation. Amazing. Those, those are some of the most inspiring stories because it's just like, it's real shit. You yeah. Know? I mean, like, you yeah. know. It's like never was there a chance. I mean, David Goggins is that way too, and then and then yeah. they're able to figure it out, and then like okay, let me turn around and like help 
and teach and coach and be an inspiration to yeah. the people like myself back then that needed it. Yeah. It just it doesn't get any more like raw and authentic than that, you know. Yeah. So Yeah, he's a completely different person. It's been awesome to watch him. All right. So golly. <laughs> um a lot of nuggets. What's that? <laughs> There's a lot of nuggets to yeah, talk about, right? So we many. could go in any, any direction here. Why well, well yeah, I I don't know. I mean so okay, marathon challenge, right? So what is it about challenge that, um, you know, like, how do you deal with challenges? You know, what, what the hell makes you want to run a marathon or, or do mortgage, <laughs> you know? <laughs> because uh, life is hard. Yeah. You know, there's twists and turns and challenges. It's inevitable. It's life. Um, but it, it's almost like training for life for me, uh, running half marathons or running marathons. Because I'm putting myself in that situation, allowing myself to be pushed and challenged to grow, to get past my own mental blocks and to figure out what the heck's going on in my mind and why I may be blocked and not being able to move forward. And that's what running does for me. I mean, you go out there and you're like, all right, starting line, 13.1 miles ahead. Are you going to make it to the end? Are you going to stop? Are you going to give up? Are you going to walk? You know, the, it's a journey. Yeah. So, Yeah. <laughs> so, so when, when the going gets tough, you know, because it's, you know, I mean, I say I, I'm a, I say I'm a runner, but it's like I'm good three, four miles. I've never had a desire. <laughs> I mean, I ran eight and nine once, but that's that that's the max. So I've never had a desire you know, to do that. But what what I tell my boys because we run a lot, you know, on, mm -hmm. on a weekly basis, and it's just like, look, it's gonna hurt, you know. But like after ten minutes, from ten minutes to the finish line in three, four miles, like twenty five, thirty five minutes or whatever. Um, it's not going to hurt anymore. It's just you're done. You just yeah. just maintain it and you know get through it. The rewards are, are beautiful at, at, at the end of it, but that's that's a short deal. You know what I mean? So yeah. like you're talking 13 or however long. So challenge for you there, Taylor. Yeah. Will well, you run one? How do you? Uh, I don't think I'll. <laughs> for me, the juice isn't worth the squeeze. I don't, I don't think. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I like challenges. I like challenges. Yeah. It's just it just I I don't I don't know. I think I'd be more excited about climbing a mountain than running a marathon. Oh, that's a good one too. And, and, yeah, and that sounds I probably like some super would. I'm a little, yeah. But I don't know that I could do that. But everybody has different challenges, different things that would challenge them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it, but where I was going is like halfway through. You know, when it, when it, when it gets, I mean, how do you you know stay motivated to maintain, stay the course? Where does it come from for you? Uh, it comes internally for me. I. There's a lot of self-talk from the beginning to the end. Mile one is probably the hardest. Um, mile 12 is I'm almost there. I'm, I can finish it. Um, yeah. But it's a constant self-talk, positive talk all the way through. You've got this. Slow down a little bit if you need to, but you've got this. You're going to finish it. Yeah, it's just a lot of self-talk. You find out what your demons are when you're running. Um, cause that's when you're alone with your own thoughts and either you talk yourself out of it or you push through it and say, yeah, screw it. I know better. And you just keep going. Yeah. I love yeah. it. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it, it is from within, but it, it, it does compound on, on itself and, mm -hmm. you know, and it, it, it's crazy. You know, speaking of, you know, David Goggins, like just, you know, the, <laughs> the perpetual motivation, it just, it continues and, you know, an F it all mentality. I mean, there, there's, yep. there's a lot to be said for that. And uh, I think it's so, so important. So yeah, respect. All <laughs> right. All right. So um, with new, new American, you know, funding, let's see, independently owned, Latino led, um, 
tell, tell me about it. You know, I mean, like they put you in a position after, you know, being in the industry for a while um, of, of recruiting. Right. Mm -hmm. So what's what's your, you know, for for LOs? Mm -hmm. What talk? Tell me about it. <laughs> Tell you a little bit about it. Well, it's it it it's one of those thirteen point one or uh, marathon type situations because New American Funding isn't well known in Texas, so they're based out of California, and so I've taken on the challenge to see what we can do in Texas with New American Funding, get the name out, and start to build it from ground almost ground zero because we've had a few offices and we have some call centers. But to really get their, the exposure of this company, I think they fit very well with the state of Texas. They, are, they have some initiatives that are Latino-focused, and we have a dream focus, which is uh, African-American focus, as well as um, getting our minorities into home ownership um, because we're lacking in that area. And so there's a lot of focus there. A lot of the programs that they have are specific two unique situations um, culturally that we deal with um, as Latinos or as African-Americans that um, they kind of know what it, it takes to get them into homes, to get us into homes. And so that's that's part of what's exciting about kind of starting from ground zero with a company that's not well known. So, yeah, yeah. That, that is huge. Mm -hmm. So and, and, and so you're North Houston. Mm -hmm. So what, what, what have been your uh, networks and communities and places that, you know, you've engaged and made relationships with the, with the industry? Oh, gosh. Um, HAR is a big one. I mean, even as big of a city as we are, HAR is a very small community. Um, yeah, we all somewhat know each other. Um, so that one's a big one. I've recently actually just dove into Dress for Success Houston. And it is an organization that's uh, focused on women and empowering them into the workforce. And um, so building a community there, always building community at church. I think that's always important and, and um, just finding like-minded people um, as well. Women's Council of Realtors, honestly, was a big, big um, organization for me starting out in the business me back too. in the day back in the day man I found some amazing women that you know surrounded me and pushed me out of my comfort zone I That's couldn't great. speak in public um, I would shake and tremble and sweat and the whole bit um, but they pushed me and I was on the board for four years and gosh I can't say enough about those ladies um, in Give a couple of them a shout out. You sound like me. I literally Ethel would. Odell, Go ahead. Uh, Barbara Schrader, um, Wendy Welsh, Amanda Boyd. Uh, I am missing some people, but man, you ladies helped me tremendously as That's a so cool. shy introvert. Um, yeah. They helped push me out, and people don't believe I'm an introvert now at times. But <laughs> I'm right there with you. I was a server. When I was 19, and to walk up to a table and ask him, "Would you like to hear the specials today <laughs> or tonight?" I was terrified, mm -hmm. you know, terrified. And um, but WCR, same thing. Like I mean, I, then I'm like 25, 26, and I'm like, man, my, nerd, my elevator pitch, I was terrified. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like you know, you get that question, "What do you do?" It shouldn't be, you know. Yeah, that was scary shit. I was freaked out. But anyways, WCR helped me come out of my shell for sure, big time. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I mean, some of my favorite people in the industry, I mean, got some strong ties and memories. So it's, yep. what a great, you know, Same. organization. We together. We, Women's I Council mean, of Realtors, if you're not Montgomery familiar. Montgomery County is where I visit. started, but they are they're all over the place. And it's just a, just amazing women. Yep. yep. I was at uh, Galleria 
chapter for only a year, and then after that, I just I went to the mall. Like, <laughs> I did. I mean, I, I just that, that was how I did. And I, I'd go to multiple ones a month, you know. Yeah. So did you did you ever do like I circuit didn't. type thing? I didn't. I didn't. But I remembered Sharon Eddings, Patty St. Louis, Kiki, Koi Morianos. So anyway, I know I forgot a few, but I love you all. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And then uh, you work with Monica Foster, right? Monica. Love me some Monica. Yeah, me yeah. too. So too. funny, I don't know if you know the story, but uh, I can't remember what year it was, either 2015, 2016-ish, I did an event called Jin Jin, um, and I had um, Michael Mayers come out. He was the author, is the author of uh, Seven Levels of Communication. Okay. And so we had about 250 agents, and we had reached out to Monica to be a panelist, and it was her first time ever being on a panel. Oh, wow. And that's how I've known Monica that long. And I've followed her. I tell everybody about her badass story and how she came to Houston with no sphere of influence and is kicking ass now even more so with less agents than most brokerages. Um, so she's badass. <laughs> yeah, she is for sure. Yeah. Um, value add for any agent, you know, that may, may want to use, you know, you. What are some of the programs that y'all are offering right now? I, I'm going to ask you double. So, like, the you know, numbers with the market, with the interest rate, and then also, you know, value add with programs. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we do have a lot of um, out-of-the-box programs, a lot of which are portfolio. One thing I didn't mention is we do service all of our loans, so they're not being sold off. We have a lot of flexibility with guidelines because of it. Um, what you would normally see as what we would consider a brokered-out product, your bank statement loans, your you know, your one-year tax return or 1099s or anything like that, we service them so they are portfolio. Um, so we do have a lot of very unique, um, we have a down payment assistance program called um, NAFPATH that helps um, with down payment assistance that is um, something that we use. And uh, on the interest rate question, um, that's always a fun topic, especially right now. I think the biggest thing that we're using is our 321 buy down, which is buying down the interest rate for the first three years as uh, interest, interest rates kind of fluctuate a little bit and as they start to mellow out. Um, I don't think we'll ever get back to the 3%, 2%, at least maybe we will at some point, but not in the near future. And so, um, you know, if an interest rate is at six and a half and you're buying it down three points, then you're looking at three and a half for the first year. Four and a half for the second year, five and a half for the third year, and then the six and a half. During that time, you have the opportunity to refinance it, um, and any any of the funds that were used to buy it down can be used to pay down the um, principal. So you're not losing that money. Um, but most importantly, we have a five-year rate protection plan, mm -hmm. which means that we will refinance you in the next five years at no lender cost. So no appraisal fee and no lender fee. You'll pay the other fees that we obviously can't control, but our fees, it's free to refinance if rates go down in the next five years. So don't be afraid to purchase. Um, best time to buy is when you're ready. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 <laughs> that is true. Um, if you have a question for Sally, how can people get a hold of you? Um, cell phones, best way, 936-828-7499, but you can find all of, all things Sally at sallyredmond.com. It's my link tree, so it has pretty much everything. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Easy to find. Um, all right, so 
What are some of the biggest um, you know challenges that you've experienced? I mean, you know, 16 years in the, in the mortgage game, okay, no rookie, right? So, right. you know, some of, some, some of the biggest challenges, how'd you overcome them? Um, biggest challenges, uh, market shifts are always a big challenge. Um, overcoming them is always understanding that our business and any sales business is a numbers game. So that's the only piece you can control. Don't try to worry about what you can't control. Um, if you're watching the news, it is what it is. You can't change it, but you can control how many people you talk to, how many applications you take. Um, yep. So just always think about what you can control, what's dependent on you. So that's probably one thing. Um, the other, um, building teams and losing teams. I think in, a, um, in our environment, we want to build teams, we want to grow people, we want to develop people. But a lot of the times, you know, people leave, people come, people go. Um, just never give up. There's always somebody there that's going to join your team, that's going to be a great culture fit. And yeah. uh, just keep going. If you don't stop, you know, you'll, you'll succeed. Yeah. Keep going. Scott is the limit for sure. How many market changes have you seen? Oh, gosh. In, uh, well, uh, I came in until end of the crash. So, I mean, we've seen that. We've seen uh, what well, interest rates were in the 7, 8-ish when I got in. So, to me, this isn't, <laughs> this is nothing. Back, back to that. <laughs> but for, is the first time yeah. back, full circle since then? or have they? Yeah, keep... I would say, uh, yes, first time back, full circle since I've been in. Okay. Um, but, yeah, they've been, I've, I never expected to see them in the th two range, which we did. Yeah. Uh, but we deal with all sorts of different things in our area in Houston we deal with hurricanes you know we had Harvey we had Ike we had all of this stuff that, that affects the market it's crazy you just never know what's going to happen so just keep talking to people keep building your network it's the best way to fight any market yeah one yep. million percent have yep. a good community yep you know so what are you the most excited about you know in your business right now moving forward on the horizon uh, most excited about getting the name of New American Funding out in the Texas yeah. market, in Houston market and in the Texas market. Um, if you don't know who Patty Arviello is and you don't follow her on Instagram or Facebook, I encourage you to do so. You will be encouraged every day. And she's just a powerhouse. She's been in the business for 40 plus years. And uh, she's just, she's an inspiration and an example of what can be done. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. What's her name again? Patty Arviello. All right. Patty Arviello. Mm -hmm. Got it. So, um, and so besides following Patty, you know, if people want to, you know, know more about some of the programs they have with New American Funding, I guess just reach out to you, right? Yep. Just reach out to me, text, email, find me on my website, you know, on Facebook, on Instagram. Yep. There you I'm go. There. All right. <laughs> I mean, it's a, uh, it's important, you know, I was talking to, you know, a friend and it's like, okay, well, you know, you can all, you always have, you know, one or two, you know, lenders maybe in a specific industry, but it's important to have like the third and the fourth um, layer um, or, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, number one or one and two, you know, team players aren't pulling their weight as much as maybe they should. It's always worth um, a conversation. You know, that, that was a lesson that I learned early on when, you know, I was getting a lot of if you're successful in sales, you know, you, oh, you should do this, you should do that. Then everybody's trying to tell you what you should do. It's like, well, hold on, you know, like, what about what makes me happy? Mm -hmm. What I want to do, 
But you know, some of the best advice I ever got was, um, it's like, shit. I was like, I'm not making a move. I was like, I'm good where I'm at. But it was like, I'll, I'll, I'll take the free lunch. You know, it's like, I'll hear, <laughs> I'll, I'll hear anybody out. And I'm like, ooh, that's good. It's like, I never, I never did that. I'm just like, no, like, fuck, you know, while I was up here. Yeah. But I mean, you may as well listen to some people because some stuff might make sense, and it's just, uh, it's good. So. Yep. Anyway, and we may expand. have a program somebody else doesn't have that might fit a specific scenario that you have. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. You know, as many tools in the toolkit as possible. That's right. Knowledge is power. Um, all right. So, a couple questions um, before we get out of here. What's your uh, what's your favorite restaurant in town? What do you like to eat there? Um, I love Fleming's. Hard to beat, a man. Good steak. Hard to beat. Just a steak. Yeah. yeah. I know. I, mm, <laughs> I, sorry, I'm just like flashbacks. <laughs> Rodeo cook-off. I was like ribeye topped with, and it was like sausage, and then it was quail, and then it was, I was like, there's no way. Gone. All of it. Yeah. I was very proud of myself. Yeah. All right. So Fleming's steak. That was good protein, right? I'll, I'll, go to, I'll go to Fleming's with you anytime. Um, all right. Uh, what's your favorite kind of music? Artists? Music? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, I'm going to, well, raised in the 90s, so just think Super Bowl a couple years ago and everybody on the stage. <laughs> I was having the time of my life. <laughs> yes, that was the best concert ever. So that was, yeah. Yeah. Right everybody there. on the stage. Yeah, every, everybody on the stage. I'll name them. Dre, Snoop, Eminem, Kat, uh, who's the other guy? Um, oh, gosh. Uh, whatever. We was it. Mary J on there? I don't know. But Mary J, yeah. Um, Kendrick Lamar, that's who I was thinking of. I couldn't so. remember. Anybody else playing? Kendrick. Yeah, okay. Uh, Dream Vacation? Uh, Greece. Greece. Yeah. Want to go? Already been. Have not been. Uh, was supposed to go there. for our 25th and then COVID was fun. So, yeah. <laughs> but well, we will make it there. You'll we get will there. Be there. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, you do hard stuff. Yeah. You know, marathons, <laughs> um, 25 years of marriage. Congratulations on that. Thank you. That's huge. So, Greece, this piece of cake, you got to check it off the list, though, Sally. got to check it off the list. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, what about dream car? You know one of those? Dream car, anything Porsche. Yeah, yeah Porsche. Yeah. Sick. Uh, what's, what about, what's your favorite product or brand that you cannot live without? Oh, gosh. Product or brand? Cons. Cons? You do rock a lot of cons, huh? I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I've complimented you on your shoes. I didn't today. I should have because I do like them, but I've definitely complimented you on your cons before. Um, what else? What, what's your favorite book or last book you read? Uh, favorite book is Atomic Habits. Badass book. Yeah. Rock solid. Yeah, I've read it five times. Damn. Yeah. I've read it once. I, I, I get something from it every single time. That is a book that's just overloaded, jam packed. It's like there's no way. Yeah. There's no immediately. Yeah. You got You're gonna have to reread. Yeah. If nothing one. else, watch every prod podcast that James Clear is on, and you will get something that you can apply to life right now. Is that the author? Yes. My James favorite Clear? chapter. Yeah. My favorite chapter is chapter nine. I need to go back and do it again. I've only done it once, five times. Chapter nine is my favorite. It's got down in chapters. I got books that I can do that stuff for. But <laughs> Atomic Habits was one of the ones. Shout out to uh, Tamara Manning with um, Fidelity National Title. She, um, you know, told me to read it, and I, I just never got to it. And I finally got to it within the last year, and I was like, yes. Yeah, my husband did the same. I had been telling him for years, for years, and when he finally read it, he was like, oh my gosh, why didn't I read this sooner? Yeah. So yeah. What's chapter nine? Chapter nine is on environment and who you surround yourself with and what you're around and how it affects, you know, what you do in life, what direction you kind of shift, which is kind of what, you, what we want to teach our kids, right? Yep. It's important. 
Um, have you heard of Tiny? I think it's Tiny Habits. Tiny Habits, yeah. Yeah, um, you yeah. read that one? Uh-huh. I read them both pretty close to one another. Yeah. 12-Week Year is a great one, too. That one is all about structuring your day and goals and, you know. You know it's, Man, I could spit out I don't know how many books right now. Cause, yeah, yeah. I, I know. We're, <laughs> you know, I was just thinking as we're sitting here talking about books is, you know, I love asking that question to people. I hated reading when I was a kid. I have terrible memories of my dad, like, read and I'm just like not happening you can't make and I, I wouldn't do it you know and I, I mean that was my whole childhood until I was like 20 and then I like I flipped it I don't know like I, then it was like if you read this book you might make money and then I was like ah okay all right. yeah, yeah I, I think that's what it got my attention but now you know the um you know the, the cool thing about the people that I get to interview and meet and you know talk to that are all you know Doing good, growing, prospering, giving back—they all have that in common. It's just—it's—it's—it's it's, it's so cool because it's just—it's not by accident, you know. I mean, I don't know. It's like there's not too many people that I feel like I want to hang around with or talk to you in any length that aren't about getting better, self-improvement, reading, and educating themselves so they can help other people. It's like, what the hell are you doing? I feel like that's your responsibility, mm -hmm. you know, as a, as a parent and family member and person in society, or to give back to a community. So, yep. anyway. One of the best books I've ever dropped in a while. I had to go out and get on, I had to rant, you know, Atomic Habits. So, um, um, all right. And what's the best advice you ever got, Sally? And who gave it to you? Honestly, I'm a big quote person, so I'm going to go that direction. But my favorite quote is um, by Zig Ziglar. And that is, if you just help, I think it's, I'm going to probably botch it, but if you just help enough people get what they want, you'll get what you want. Mm -hmm. And then to kind of, Piggyback on that, I heard recently uh, an author by the name of Ben Hardy, who there's a whole other book that we could read for him, but he said, if you just help enough the, of the right people, I think that hit me differently because I think in life we can help a lot of people being giving and, you know, just wanting to help people. But if you're helping the right people, it just makes the biggest difference. It do, It's not a, a time suck. It's not. Yeah. pulling the life out of you if you're just helping the right people life you'll get what you want in life too so. yep you will 100 percent. i love it we're going to end on that note thank you for being on thank you thank you for having me my pleasure okay <laughs> um disruptor right here um thank you for checking us out and you know please hit the like subscribe button oh, and we'd like to see you in person at, at one of our events in the future, reach out to me if you know somebody that you think would be good to be interviewed on the podcast. But, um, but yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Thank you.